Hi to everyone, so welcome in this two unit video. So I will try a new format which is much more smaller and impact more impactful. So today we will talk about organizational debt that is coined as org debt and how we can make you failing at quality engineering. And we'll also have a concrete actionable point to see what you can do until you hit the wall. So to start with a specific number that we, we can find in a variety of uh, content that are mentioned below, approximately 50 to 70% of uh, change effort fails. So the organizational debt is not one of the only reasons, but it's surely one of the most impactful. And this is why it's very important that we address organizational debt on a continuous basis. So we'll go through uh, six uh, points today in this type of uh, structure. So we'll start by uh, defining more clearly what is the uh, organizational debt, and then we will cover how to address it in the various area of the organizational debt scope. So let's start by defining it, and we'll start by taking a look at the MAMOS framework. So it's a framework we have started to build with the quality engineering unit. And one of the key messages, if you look at the scheme, is that technical debt, we heard it a lot about, but technical debt address one uh, area, which is architecture, it's source, but it's missing an overall part, which is methods, management, skills, and organization. And this is what we will cover in the next uh, slides. In quality engineering, so depth is uh, the gap of the expected and the actual value we are delivering to our users. And at that effect, organizational depth covers different perspectives because you can find some definition of organizational depth as, a, I would say, the accumulation of past decisions. I truly believe it's a bit more than that. I think there is, yes, the delayed impacts of past shortcuts we could have taken. We have also the delayed impacts of decisions we, we don't have to take or we have to take wrongly. And we have also, lastly, the current impact of what, what has been done outside of the organization. Because for me, it's not only what we have done or not done, it's also how, we, how far are we compared to the expected value of our user and what we are delivering today. So this is why for me the three elements are key and we find them in the, the five elements of the MAMOS framework. So if we continue around the, and start by the methodology, you see on the scheme, so quality engineering have a lot of inspiration and applicability of the total quality paradigm to delivering software. So we see there is a lot of methodology to be able to compose and build upon. The key message here is that methodology have to be built up step by step and getting the, the right expertise. And if we have to choose one, it will be mo mostly one around the continuous improvement because we are all paid to solve problems on a day by day. And the, at the end of the day, what we need to build up with our methodology application is by being system systematically applied, we are able to build true enterprise capabilities uh, over time. The next uh, part, which is one of the most uh, important around quality engineering, so it's management with a true role of uh, orchestration uh, between the various uh, area. And one of the problem we can have, it's uh, clearly a lack of shared mission and purpose. 
So those two elements are very important in quality engineering. And from the statistics, we know that a lot of people do not feel right and purpose in their work. And this is why it's a true management responsibility to address those two aspects. The type of symptoms we can see for this type of organizational debt is to hear talking about a political organization, that we have a lot of effort and very few results. And when we ask who are the users, there is a big silence because people in their political wars have completely forget about the users. And the really a key point here, and we see, for example, Jeff Bezos is a good example on how to do it, is that the shared mission and the purpose is the CEO ultimate responsibility, and then it's the responsibility of all the other layers of management to cascade these responsibilities and mission and purpose around the organization. The second point of management, yes, again, management has a lot of responsibility in quality engineering, so it's the lack of aligning the overall system. So it's, for example, when there is a good technology but implemented with the wrong method, when we we try to, to, to build a specific architecture with a wrong organization, which we just end up with all sorts of problems of alignment, and it's, it's just necessary that we align the five elements of the MAMOS framework we covered in the first part. And here, and also a quite alarming statistics is that 33% of the actors does not understand the, the organizational mission. So the alignment of the people, organization, and their skill is therefore quite key. And one of the useful concepts we can rely on is the one of chain link. And basically, chain link it's a, some concept coming more for the strategy and organizational management. But the, the key message that we can find in the topic of today is that if there is one uh, weak link within our organization or alignment, etc., it's globally making the a global limiting factor of the overall system. So we can have the best expert uh, people, etc., for example, working on the product uh, development and user experience. But at the end of the day, the operational team, for example, are unable to operate, deploy, monitor, etc., properly the software will just fail whatever the best user experience we are able to deliver. And this is why it's truly important to align every part of the system on the high standard and the high level of expertise. The next point is about the organization, and it's truly about one important point, which is the one of valuable interactions, is that in quality engineering, we need to compose the right expertise answer to the specific problems and to be able to meet the high standard and uh, clearly symptoms we can see sometimes if you, you heard or you maybe live uh, famous strategic reorganization restructuration but at the end of the day you didn't saw any specific change in the, what was happening between the people and one common problem on that part is that this type, this type of restructuration did not uh, focus on re-engineering the interaction. So at the end of the day, interaction remains the same, priorities remain the same, the actions are similar, and therefore the impact are quite the same as before. So this is why structure, as we see in the chain of impact in the second point, 
is very important is that structure drive interactions that drive priorities, action, and at the end, impacts. And this is why organization is really a key focus to have on addressing and creating valuable interactions. Then we have to work on the skills, so all the actors and all the actors and the experts we have to compose to build and deliver the high standard of uh, quality engineering. But what happens really is that we see in organization it's harder and harder to get the right skills in uh, the team and in technology and in project management and in a lot of aspects in, uh, in IT. And the, the other harder, hardest part is that we don't have time to train on a live concert. So we need to have directly the right uh, talent acquisition pipeline being internal on or external people. We need to have the right partnership to, uh, to achieve the on-demand uh, pattern. And we can also rely on some top of uh, on-demand resources also known as the jig economy. But at the end, we need to have really quick loops between developing skills, applying them, track the outcomes, and then build a true differentiation capabilities. And this is this type of skills that we need in quality engineering to build up, to be able to meet the high standards. There is no other way around. And if we fail to address the points that we mentioned here, basically, we will, the organization will sooner or later hit the wall. Uh, so and we see in that graph it corresponds to the great point, which is the crisis point. So all people can uh, do nothing or don't take the right decision and hope that tomorrow it will be better. Usually that does not happen. And in fact, this is why we need to apply the total quality paradigm. So we need to address continuously the refactoring of the organization around the, the aspect we have seen. It also applies to technical depth and the architectural depth we have to, to apply. And it means that the organization needs to have a maturity to invest money on a continuous basis to guard refactoring. And this is the true uh, way to address the depth in organization and to be able at the end of the day to don't fall into the 50 to 70% of change efforts that fail because they are usually address things with a one-shot effort that is not sustained over time and they fail to apply some type of practice like change management, transition management and tipping point. There is also an article on this on the website if you want to check it out. So and I hope so this um, short uh, talk was useful to do around organizational depth. So we have covered that it's really Depth need to be addressed on the five elements of the MABOS framework. So method, architecture, methodology, organization, and skills. And so you can find much more content on quality engineering on the QE unit website and on the social media. And I leave you today with this quote around organizational depth and that we all need to act as leaders to make the difference. Management is at the center of MAMOS. There is no other way around. Bye bye.